Hey, so a very warm welcome if you're joining us or visiting us for the first time. So glad you uh, can be here. A big welcome to those who are online. If you want to get connected into the life of the church, you can fill out one of the connect cards at the information desk uh, after, well, the, the guest services desk after the service. And we we do want to, I mean, we love having first-time visitors. So church, why don't we put our hands together and say a big hello. And... Um, also, uh, also we're, we're, we aren't doing a Tawa service tonight. Tawa are joining us in the next uh, service, well, so we'll say a hello, uh, hello to them, them. But let's welcome any first-time visitors here uh, uh, today. Have a look, yeah. And of course, it's Food Bank Sunday, so thank you to all those who brought in items for that. It's just a, a great way to be able to bless the uh, food bank. So we've got conference on this week, and... Uh, yeah, we're pretty, we're pretty, pretty pumped about about that. And I just want to thank all the team here. And you know, really, it's it's, it's uh, Natalie and the amazing team, and Kat and uh, Rosanna, and, and uh, like just heap, heap, heaps of people, heaps of people have been working. At, you know, Oh, and Helen, yep, yeah, and, and and look, there's a lot of people, a lot of people doing a lot of a uh, lot of stuff. Yesterday there was practicing all day till five o'clock. People from four churches uh, flew in and doing it, and different ones are uh, bands are practicing around the country, and uh, it's just it's just amazing. So can we put our hands together for all the people who made that? Thank you so much for signing up to come, and too, I know you're going to be blessed, and uh it's going to be it's going to be a great time so lord we just pray you bless the conference may people's lives be inspired changed and 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 father those who are stuck things be in their, in their lives things be shifted and moved in jesus mighty uh mighty name now i, I i've just got to say i'm not paul gearling so paul gearling was 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 due to speak this morning um but after last night I watched him. He's from Brisbane, and uh, anybody watched the Warriors game that want to admit it? So, so uh, when I realised how bad about half time the Warriors were doing, I was like, I am not going to put our people under that. Having an Australian from Brisbane, a Broncos fan coming here to just mock us, I was like, so I cancelled his flight, and I said, you're not going. No, that's not what happened. But that's that. That's my my story. No, he actually his flight got. Uh, cancelled last night, so so I, I was blissfully unaware. I was blissfully. I have. I, I've set up my phone now. It's a, it's a good thing to do, by the way. I've set up my phone so I don't get messages. You, you know, your phone's always going. Zzz, zzz, it's call, it calls to you, and, and I was like, I, I, a few weeks ago, I've just turned off all of that stuff, so 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 I can look at it when I want to look at it. It's not always calling. So I was blissfully unaware. I didn't even know, and so Natalie had to, and I had that thing, do not disturb on, so Natalie had to call Anita and say, oh, his flight's cancelled, his flight's cancelled, but um, Tom said to me uh, before, thank you, Tom, he says, but we do have one of the conference speakers here today, and I'm like, yeah, that's me, I am one of, I actually am one of the conference, so hey, come on, just give me a welcome as I come up here, because I'm, thank you. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord Jesus, hallelujah. So I was up at 7 o'clock. You're going to love this message today. But, um, yeah, no, so, so uh, again, so, so, so what am I going to preach on? Now, he will be here. He is flying in this afternoon, and so he will be here for, uh, for the conference, although he is flying Jetstar. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, yeah some of you had bad Jetstar. There's a lot of trauma there. I can feel it in the, in the room, but... 
uh, today. And so with all of that in mind and cancellations, all that, what I'm going to speak on today is demons. Thank you. <laughs> and so, uh, again, if you're new to church, if you're just here, and uh, again, you've got to give me, I, I didn't have a lot of time, so I was like, Lord, what do you want me to speak? And I, uh, I, I have been preaching for 20 years, so I, I was like, whoosh. Uh, demons. Okay, what are you, Lord? Yeah, so, so that's what I'm going to preach. But it was, it was something. I, I felt a story, and, and I, I opened this this message, and there was the story. And I was like, okay, that's what that's what that's what we're going to speak on uh, today. Everybody's favorite subject. And um, again, if you're new to church and you've ever wondered about what the Bible actually says on this, this hopefully will help you today. And maybe you're. You've been a follower of Christ and you know the Bible mentions demons and devils and you know like they're bad, but that's about the extent of it. Hopefully this will help you today. And so it's very important when you're talking about such a, such a subject that you start off with a joke. And so the devil appeared in a small town church. Everyone started screaming and running for the front church door, trampling each other, jumping out the windows. Soon everyone was gone except for an elderly man who sat calmly staring at the devil. The devil walked up to him and said, don't you know who I am? Do you know I was the devil in heaven's gates, hell's flames? I, I was just my one shot at the role, Academy Award. But the devil walked up to him and said, don't you know who I am? And the man replied, yep, sure do. The devil said, aren't you going to run? He said, no, sure ain't. The devil asked, why are you not afraid of me? The man replied, I've been married to your sister for 48 years. I'm not going to be, come on, somebody. That's a good one. That's a good one. Please address all your letters to the office. The thing is, some church people freak out when they hear, it's like, don't say that, don't put it in the atmosphere, and, and, and don't talk about it. And the, the problem is with that is that Jesus talked about the devil and demons more than anyone else in the Bible. And so if Jesus was not afraid to talk about them, why should we be? Can I hear an amen? So the key really is balance. Some people... People just want to ignore it. They just want to ignore the subject of it or the reality of it. And, and of course, people out there go, well, it's just a material world. We're living in a material. No, it's just a material world. This is it. This is all that there is. And I, I think it's important that we have to remember that there is more to life than just what we can see, feel, or touch. I mean, let's face it, even dogs can hear sounds that we cannot hear. We're surrounded right now by radio waves. So we, can, we can't see it, but they, they, they exist. We can't see the air. We can feel its effects, but we can't see it. Not everything that exists can be seen or touched. And we can't see our brain, but we assume we have one. Come on, somebody. <laughs> so the Bible teaches us that we are in a spiritual battle, Ephesians, and I, I of course, I, I did this morning. I, the scriptures are not up there because I, I didn't have time. 
Ephesians 6 verse 12 says, For our struggle, your struggle, another version says the wrestle, is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against spiritual, the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. So the Bible does teach that we have an enemy. John 10 verse 10 says, The thief, he calls him a thief. He wants to steal from you. The thief, he wants to steal your joy. He wants to steal uh, uh, your peace. He wants, to, he wants to steal those things. John 10, 10, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. So we can't, we can't ignore it. And of course, some people, some, some Christians, I've got this book called Weird Christians I Have Met. But it's, it's not about, I haven't written it. But they, <laughs> you know, just to be clear, but it just talks about, because there's some strange, there are some people out there that they'll like overemphasize it all. You know, everything's, everything's the devil. Everything's the devil. You lose the Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi signal, devil. Your tire goes flat, devil. Light, traffic light turns red when you, you got up too late to come to church, devil. What, Shortland Street? Yeah. <laughs> Speaker's plane cancelled? Devil, definitely. I know, I always, I always have to tell my most, most favourite story. And if, if you've been here for a long time, you've probably heard it 50 times, but it's just, it's a goodie. It's a lady who parked. I, I, look, I, I, I got up in the morning and we came to church and there was a car parked up on the curb in the church car park, doors wide open. I was like, that does not look normal. Um, and, and so I went in, and there was a handbag, lady's handbag and stuff in there. And, and uh, again, the, there was nobody there to be, uh, be seen. And so we, we, we went into the bag and took the money, and then we, uh, no, no, we didn't, because that would be the devil. I just said, is that you blessing us? Or no? But the, the, I, I went in there, to put in the license, and there, there was this, this, person's number there and so I called the the lady and she was she was a believer she was down at the beach and and um if you are sitting here today or watching online I apologize but but I I rang her and I said look your car's here and she's like what I said your car's in the church car park and um look I can come down and pick you up and bring it there so obviously in the night it had been stolen and 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 it was just left here in the church whoever her whoever stole it and take it for a draw and just left it. And so I, I went down and, and, and she jumped in the car and I was bringing it back to the church and she's like, look, I'm a Christian too. And da, da, da. she's like, you know, I'm just, I was just thinking about, about this, this whole thing. She's like, I, I was asking what door did I leave open in my life for this to happen? And I, I, I'm like, Lady, you left your car door open. Come on, some of that. I mean, it's just like, it's like some people overemphasize that everything's the devil. So we need balance. There's, there's no doubt about it. So in Scripture, the apostle Paul warns believers to take care, to be careful, lest Satan take advantage or gain an upper hand or get the better of us. 2 Corinthians 2 verse 11 says, for we are not ignorant of his schemes. Another version says his devices. 
We're not ignorant of his schemes and devices, his, his tricks. We've got to understand the devil is a schemer. A, a schemer, according to the dictionary, is one who makes secret or underhand plans. The devil is sneaky. Someone said the devil's boots don't creak. And so we've got to be careful, especially in the day and age, and even more so in the day and age that we live in right now. The Bible says in 1 Timothy 4 verse 1, In the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and teachings, or in other versions it says doctrines. Doctrine just means teaching, fancy word. Spirits and teachings of demons. Let me read that again. In latter times... We are in those times, I think, more so every day. In the latter times, some shall depart from the faith. They'll, uh, they'll leave it. And I can see, I, I can, I can, I mean, I, I don't know if you've seen them. I, I, like entire churches, I'm going, how can they even call themselves a church? You know, I don't know whether you've seen the Sparkle, Sparkle Creed thing. And, you know, just we, we trust in the Sparkle Creed. This, this is happening in a church. We're not doing the Sparkle Creed here. I'm just telling you. Amen. That's a good place to say amen. amen. My goodness. In the latter time, some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and teachings of demons. We're going to be careful the devil can seduce. And it says some shall depart. I, I, I don't and you don't want to be numbered among the some. So we've got to be wise. So who is the enemy that we are engaged in this fight with the scripture makes it clear that that there is a kingdom of darkness there is a kingdom of darkness and understand the kingdom any kingdom always displays the character and nature of its king and so Satan's kingdom is a kingdom of darkness. It's a, it's a kingdom of sin and unrighteousness. It's a kingdom of sickness and disease. It's a kingdom of uh, deception, sorrow and death, which is in contrast to Christ's kingdom. Christ's kingdom is a kingdom of light, of holiness and righteousness, of healing and health, of, of truth, of joy and life. And peace and hope. But from the scripture, it is clear that this dark kingdom, its, it's dominion, if you like, influences the kingdoms of this world. Luke chapter 4, verses 5 through 6, the devil, speaking of the temptation of Jesus, the devil led him up to a high place and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And the devil said to him, I will give you all their authority and splendor. It has been given to me and I can give it to anyone I want. There's a kingdom. It influences the kingdoms of this, this world. And when you see all the crazy stuff that's happening in our weird, woke, wonderful world, I, I, I want to, don't, please don't just, oh, well, that's shit. No, no, I understand that there is an enemy. There is a battle going on. 
You're like, well, I, I don't know if I believe that. that. That's just the way the devil likes it. Of course, the truth is that we don't have to worry because we win in the end. Revelation 11, verse 15, it says, The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Messiah, and he will reign forever and ever and ever. So what is Satan's origin? Where did he come from? The two traditional passages that are ascribed to this as, as sources of his origin, of course, and there's a lot of debate around all of this. But there are Ezekiel 28 verses 1 through 19, Isaiah 14 verses 4 through 23, and of course there are huge amounts of passages. We don't have time to read them today. But, but it is from these two passages that we understand something about the kingdom of darkness. It is from these two passages that we understand the, the if you like, the origins of, of Satan. And, 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 we, and we can learn this, number one, Satan has a personality. He's a person. He's not a force. He has a personality. He's not just a force. He's, he, he's, he, he's not just a force or an influence or a power. Come to the dark side. That's my Star Wars Emperor impression. That's pretty good, I thought. He's a personality. And obviously he does want you to come to the dark side. And so Satan has a personality. He can speak. He has knowledge. He, he has a will. He has intelligence. Number two, Satan is a spirit being. As angels are, as God is, he is a spirit being, as we are. Number three, and, and this is an important one, I, I, I think, he's a created being. We, we need to understand he's created. God is not created. God had no beginning. No, God is eternal. Well, well, if God made man, who made God? No, God is not made. He is eternal. He is the everlasting God. He never had a beginning. He never has an end. He's the Alpha and the Omega. But Satan's a created, created being. And so, so you, you've got to understand these are not two equal things that are fighting it out here. This is not yinging and yanging. Number four, he was called Lucifer, which means simply the son of the morning or, or light bearer. So who was Lucifer? Lucifer, according to Christian tradition, it, it was, was an archangel, mighty, a mighty being that, that went, and of course that went to his head, the fact that he was this morning star, this, this light bearer, that went to his head and then it went to his heart. And it manifested how? It manifested in pride. And pride. God opposes the proud. It manifested in pride over, over what? Over what was actually God-given wisdom, anointing, and splendor. He pitted his self-will against God's will. And that's where you get the five I wills, if you like, of Lucifer in Isaiah 14, verses 13 through 15. The five I wills Lucifer said, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars 
of God. I will sit upon the mount of the congregation. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high God. I'll be like God. And of course, I straight away remember that the serpent in the garden, eat the, eat the fruit. God knows that when you eat it, you will be like God. Having a knowledge of good and evil. What we forget in this life, we, what, what we fail to see is actually we, and people saying, I don't need God. I just said, listen, listen, what we fail to see is that we are completely dependent on God for even our very existence. Acts 17, verse 28, in him we live and move and have our being. And so because the devil got haughty, God said, that's naughty. And he cast him down, Ezekiel 28, verses 16 through 17, tells us he fell like lightning, Luke 10, verse 18, 2 Corinthians 11, verse 14, God almighty, sin and packing. Because that's the thing, he is God almighty. The devil is not almighty, it is God almighty. Mighty, that's exactly what he is. The devil is not equal in power. It's not a fight between two equals. You've got to understand, he's a counterfeit king. He tries to copy and replicate all that is God's. That's what counterfeits do. And this is why we've got to be so careful. We've got to have a discerning heart. He's a counterfeit. He's a counterfeit king. Counterfeits look like, can look like the real thing, but they're not. He's a counterfeit king. He, he copies and replicates all that God does. For instance, Satan has a throne, Revelation 2, verse 13. Satan has doctrines or teachings which he gives to men to teach in Revelation 2, verse 24, 1 Timothy 4, verses 1 through 1, uh, 1 Corinthians uh, 2, verse 10. Satan has a synagogue, Revelation 2, verse 9 and 3, verse 9. Satan has a communion table and a counterfeit cup. 1 Corinthians 10, verse 21. Satan has people sacrifice at his altar. Deuteronomy 32, verse 17. 1 Corinthians 10, verse 20. Come on, you need to look all these up. No, I know, but I'm not. We just don't have time to. You can watch the recording and, and look it up if you, if you want to. But Satan has his, his messages, demonic and human. 2 Corinthians 11, verse 13. Satan has a kingdom, Matthew 12, verse 26. Satan does counterfeit miracles, signs, and wonders. Revelation 16, verse 14. Exodus 7, verses 8 through, through 12. Satan has false apostles and prophets and teachers. 2 Corinthians 11, 13 through 14. 2 Peter 2, verse 1. Oh, there's a whole heap of them. Satan has a city. A mystery Babylon to oppose the city of God. Revelation 17 verse 5. Satan also has a harlot church Ooh. to counterfeit the bride of Christ. Is that some sparkle creed going on? I don't know. <laughs> Satan and his demons seek to be worshipped. Leviticus 17 verse 7. Deuteronomy 32 verses 17. Second Chronicles 11 verse 15. 
And Satan wants to live in human bodies. John 13, verse 27, 1 Corinthians 6, verse 19. Satan himself, it says, is an angel of light. Yeah. 2 Corinthians 11, verse 14. And of course, we know the devil has many names in Scripture. Satan, the devil, the serpent, the dragon, Beelzebub. I was thinking of Bohemian Rhapsody there, but Belial, enemy, tempter, accuser of the brethren, antichrist, murderer. He's a liar, and he's the father of lies. A roaring lion, a wolf, a thief, a wicked one, a fowler, one who sneers. But I think the one we must watch out for most of all is that when he comes as an angel of light. 2 Corinthians 11 verse 14, Satan can disguise, and for the Good News Bible, Satan can disguise himself to look like an angel of light. 2 Corinthians 11 verse 14. He's disguised what for? To deceive, to distract, and to destroy. In Galatians 1 verse 8 it says, but... But even if we, Paul said, but even if we or an angel from heaven, so even, even an angel from heaven should preach a gospel. This is why, why we can't, we, we, this is why we need to know the word of God. But even if we or the, an angel from heaven should preach a gospel other than the one we have preached to you, let them be under God's curse. So even if people, people can say, well, I know the Bible says this, but I, I think, so I don't care what you think. The scriptures are given to change us, not for us to change it. Come on, somebody. And so if there's some other gospel and there are so many people saying, well, I think this, my opinion, I'm deconstructing and I'm, I, you know, you're just, you, you, demon. It's just like, He's a deceiver. I want to say to, to, to you today, don't, oh, you, you've just got to understand that the deceiver doesn't always look like a dragon or a tempter. He doesn't have two horns and a pitchfork. Because <laughs> you're, uh, you, you, you're going to go, no, I'm not, I'm not going there. No, he's not going to, if he's going to draw you, if he's going to seduce you, he ain't going to turn up like that. Remember, uh, when we talked about Tetra, he always baits the hook according to the hunger of the fish. Understand, Satan has, and I think it's important for us to know that, that Satan has only a persuading slight, not an enforcing hand. But the problem is, and someone said this, one seldom recognizes the devil when he puts his hand on their shoulder. And so all I'm saying today is be careful, my friends. Be careful, my brother and my sisters. Give the devil an inch and he'll be your ruler. Did you get that? Yeah. <laughs> Determined not to give him an inch. AJ, if you can 
wherever's keying. This is not AJ, this is Antoinette. Should we fear him? The truth is, he who fears God has nothing left to fear. And I say this, life has many choices, but eternity only has two. And I was thinking about that this morning, and I, I was just, because I think when, it, when, when, we, when we talk about the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness, it's, there isn't some middle of the road. There's not like a third kind of place, you know, and, and I think, Oh yeah, I'm gonna be, uh, you know, and I don't know if you, you're here today and you don't come to church or whatever, or maybe you just turned up today because sometimes we think, oh no, I'd never, I'd never be part of that kingdom. But can I say there are only two kingdoms? There's not a middle space. There's not a, there's not a like, oh, well, I'll, I'll just be in the middle on the fence I'll make a choice. I'll make it. No, no, no. You're either in this one. And if you're not in this one, you're in that one by default. Oh, but I'm not a bad person. Nobody, nobody's saying, well, I, I didn't say, the Bible says, you know, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And, and kind of like our heart is deceitfully wicked. Who can know it? And again, if we took all of our thoughts and we put them on a screen for everyone to see, we'd go, well, maybe I need to change your mind on that. Because <laughs> reality is our heart is desperately wicked. But, but I just want to say to us today, that's why we need God, right? That's why we need God. That's why we need God. But the beauty of the gospel is that it's not about us trying to reach up to God. It's the fact that God reached down to men. Well, we're not saved because... We're not saved because we give our lives to Christ. We're saved because He gave His life for us. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, so that whomsoever believeth in Him shall not perish. But if you, you my friend, there's the choice. There's the choice. If you, if you don't believe, then you perish. It's not like, well, I, I just, well, you know, I'll, I'll just sort of see I'm not part of, no. There is only two kingdoms and you're in that one or you're in that one so I guess the question is today is which kingdom are you in and if it's not true nothing matters anyway but if it is true everything matters for a hundred years from now none of you will be here Well, Margaret might. I mean, I don't know. We're all singing happy birthday. <laughs> so again, that's why it's so important that we make the, 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 I don't know why I'm going like that, but <laughs> it's so important that we make the choice to follow him. 
It's like, oh man, it's not a, it's not a chore, it's a joy. So I'm going to follow these rules and regulate. No, no, it's about, it's just about knowing Him. It's just, it's just about, God, thank you. And again, we've got to know how much we're forgiven, right? He who is forgiven much loves much. If you go, oh, well, I'm, I'm kind of a good person. No, you're not. No, you're not. The Bible says our, 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 our sin is like a filthy rag. Actually, it, it, the word it uses is like a menstrual cloth. Yucky. I mean, I don't know about that. Yeah, it's, it's just, this is not in my notes. I'm going with a flag, please. I've only had a few. But that's what it is. In the Hebrew, that's what it, what it means. And, and we should be shocked by that. We try to make church things nice. What, what it's saying is it, our sin is yuck before a holy God. It's, 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 it's yuck. And it's, it's, it's said to shock us. Hyperbole, it's said to shock us. To go, I need God. I cannot sit on this fence. So the challenge for all of us is to choose this day whom you will serve. But I, I, I want to say, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Would you bow your heads? If you're here today and you know you need to get right with God, you know, you know which kingdom you're in. And you're going, oh my goodness, I need to get right with Him. In a moment, I'm going to pray a prayer that says, Jesus, come, fill my life, change my life. I, I want to submit my life to you. I want you to be my King and my Savior and my Lord. sick of being in the kingdom of darkness I desire to be in the kingdom of light if that's you and you know you need to get right with God today I want to give you an opportunity right now to do that I'm going to pray a prayer that's really saying God just just come and fill my life it's going to transfer you not because of anything you've done but because of what he has done from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. If you're here and you know that's you and you know you need to get right with God today and you're saying, Pastor, would you include me in that prayer, please? It's just a prayer we're all gonna pray together, but you're, you're saying to me, I wanna be included. If that's you today, wherever you're seated, would you just put your hand up and say, Pastor, that's me. I wanna be included in that prayer. I know I need to get right with God. Every head bowed, every eye closed over here yes anyone else you know you need to get right been walking with him for a while maybe you, you, you just know you're not, you're not life's not where it should be just another few moments anybody else alright okay yes thank you anybody else hallelujah since there's one more person any, any, who, who is that person you know, like your heart is going, you like, you know you need to be slipping that hand up right now. Oh, where are you? Hallelujah. Just a few more moments. Let today, don't harden your heart. Let today be the day of your salvation. Okay, you can slip those hands down. We're going to pray this prayer together. Everyone, Lord Jesus, I come to you today. A sinner. A sinner. 
in desperate need of a Savior. Today I give my life to you. I turn from my sin and turn towards you. Save me, I pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Can we put our hands together for those who said yes to Jesus? Would you stand? And again, if you need prayer for anything, over to the side here, there is a prayer station with uh, people there who will be more than willing to pray with you and for you for anything that you need. Let me pronounce this blessing over you as we begin this conference week. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord make His face shine on you and be gracious to you and give you peace. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Can we give Jesus... Turn to the person next to you and say, it's time to lock my car door. (laughs) And God bless you. The service is over. Enjoy some fellowship.